Did you know that HGH, or human growth hormone, is known as the master youth hormone that's essential for healing our bodies and keeping us young? If you're 30 years old or older, your HGH has been declining for almost a decade, and by age 35, your HGH levels have dropped by 85%. Have you noticed that things just aren't the same like they used to be? Your workouts aren't as impactful, your skin has lost some of its luster, and you can't sleep through the night without having to get up and go pee. Come on, you know that you've noticed. Well, welcome to the aging process. Hollywood has been using HGH to keep themselves youthful for over 30 years. But of course, that's cost them thousands of dollars in injections that most of us are not willing to spend or risk doing. So we found you a solution, something that's homeopathic and even registered by the FDA. A human growth hormone supplement that's over-the-counter for those who want to regain and maintain that healthy youthfulness that we all desire. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Have you heard about the gel? Yeah, the gel? Yeah, like are, are the you, HGH gel. Are you gelling? You need to be gelling. <laughs> so if you want to get on the gel, get on the gel.com and gelrob.com. G-E-L-R-O-B dot com. Check out all of the information promo codes on our website, which is... TwoFitCrazies.com. It is Christine County. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. How are you, Conti? Not bad. I've been like a little under the weather for the last two weeks. Under the weather? You've been in Florida. Aside from that. I was. I was in Florida and um, haven't been feeling that great. And yeah. it was a go, 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 once in a lifetime trip with, you know, like a dozen family members. And You probably didn't exercise enough while you were down there. I went out a couple times, actually. <laughs> a couple times I went in the morning. That's why you're not feeling so well. Um, Running low. It was, uh, it was good. I did... You know, rest exercise wise a little bit, but you're on your feet all, all day, day, morning, long. tonight, They're and walking, and it's it's just different. You know, it's a different type of tired and. There's some exhausting days, and uh, you know what? It was all about the kids. It was yeah. all about them and, and the family. Well, believe me, that was good for you too. I saw another video. You crying? Oh my god! Tears of it was joy. Great. It was. It was to see, like, to spend time with the kids and to kind of see them and and really reconnect because we get caught up in the world of craziness. And as much as, as I kind of preach of, you know, following your dreams and following your shine. And sometimes it's, you're working long hours. I mean, you're up at before six in the morning, you know, I don't finish work, you know, and Brian, you the same way. You don't get home sometimes. Until the head hits the pillow. Until late. And there's days where you're like, wow, it would be a lot easier if I just did the average. But you know what, Brian? I'm not here to be average. No, you're not a nine to fiver, Conti. <laughs> People are, you know, wow, you're you're really, you know, special. And I'm like, you, you're damn right. You know, it's but we're here to we're here to mix, uh, you know, mix things up. We are this lifestyle is, disruptors, as Marvin Tyler said. This is actually a, a good segue to our uh, episode sixty six oh, guest so that good. we just recorded with, which is so fantastic. We'll get to that in a second. But first, let's go to ex- episode sixty five. We had the great Bruce and Mindy Milray. The Milrays were back. They're back. Wow, they powerful episode are just pow- a powerful couple, and I love when we get Bruce stirred up. <laughs> it's just fantastic. <laughs> um, if you remember, again, one day to wellness. Um, the two of them have won all you know major fitness awards around the world. Um, Mindy first was, you know, in really with fitness and then now they've, you know, transitioned a little bit and their main focus is their one day to wellness, um, you know, promoting plant-based evidence-based whole food, Mm plant-based nutrition, um, and and traveling the world in their RV and 
rented their home out in California and there's fruits and vegetables on their huge one day to wellness RV. You have <laughs> that, to check it out. So great. Go to our Instagram page and check it out uh, because it's it's uh, it's funny. I put a big picture of it of them uh, and and uh, and really the the most the majority of uh, of the episode Bruce talked about his experience with True North Health up in uh, in California where he went and did his uh, his ten day. Uh, water only fast to uh, to help him with his uh, his condition with uh, prostate cancer. Yeah, and um, you know, and really just kind of um, uh, you know just getting that information out there and just hearing it from him, somebody who's experienced and gone through it, it was really powerful and amazing. They and, walk and, the walk. Oh, they are is what really well. They run the run. Well, <laughs> but that's I mean that's what it's about. I I'm done. I'm going to get real. I am done hearing people lecture about you need to do this and you need to do this and eat this and run this way and do this. You know what? Damn it. You get your ass up and you do it. (laughs) You experience it and then come back and talk to me about your experiences because I think there's something to be said for, you know, Bruce and Minnie going out and saying, listen, this is, this is plant-based and here's how it feels. And Bruce having cancer and, and really experimenting, like we say, experimental one, right? Right. Um, Tell me what it's like personally. Tell me what you've been through, what you've tried. And for me, that's that's why I do all the crazy shit that I do because, listen, uh, I'm not going to tell you about maybe you should try this or this if I haven't tried it myself. And being sick myself and trying all this stuff, hey, that this is what makes – you know, Brian, with all of your running, you're not telling people, oh, I think this might work for you. No, you've done it. You experience it. And – that's the thing I was going to say. It's experience, and sometimes those experiences come from stubbed toes, and you know, and and that's the real, you know, the the lesson and the learning, and 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 how everything, you know, really has fallen into line for me and my teachings and the way that I coach, um, you know, is 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 from my experiences and th- and just things that I've done and things that I've done wrong, um, you know, and and let you know, let us help you not do those same things. Uh, you know, I, I told my kids, I made all the mistakes for you, you know, like, like we can avoid those now for sure. Um, but you know, what is it if they don't, if they don't experience them for themselves, right. I'm sure they're not perfect. I'm sure they'll make some mistakes, but, uh, uh, I say that with a smile on my face cause they're far from perfect. I love them. Um, uh, but all of this and even just what we said, uh, so definitely go back and check out that episode. It was fantastic. 65 with Bruce and Mindy, but Let's talk about episode 66 right now because you kind of segued into it with your busy life and taking yeah. the time to Dis- smell the Disney roses for a couple days. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, again, um, I haven't been away on vacation, literally vacation for probably like 12 years or so, um, right before my son, actually 11, before my son was born. And uh, it's, I think it's really important. You know, you don't need to go on vacation. This was like a trip, but just every time I travel, it's either for work or maybe I'll go away for a day and go run a race. And everyone's like, how was vacation? I'm like, I just ran a marathon and I came right back the next day. What it really, it's always been a purpose. We haven't had time, you know, and time or the money. And again, you don't have to have a lot of time and you don't have to have a lot of money to really take a moment and focus on what's really important in life. And we had the amazing Adita Lang on who I just, the universe kind of put in front of me and just happened to kind of come across her book on social media. And she's friends with some fitness people that I know. And I reached out and I'm like, Adita, you've got some really great ideas. I would love for you to share that with our listening audience. And you're going to hear Adita today, who's been in the industry for about 30 years. 
motivational speaker, um, worked for NASM, has presents at all conferences around the world. And she wrote a book called Superpowers for the Busy Woman in You. Um, and it's to make daily habits easy and your superpowers shine. Well, if that's not right up my freaking alley, <laughs> I don't know what else is, but not just Ms. women. Ms. Wonder though, Woman. But not just women. I mean, men, busy lives. How, you know, this is really practical ways to infuse great habits. And she talked about the four, what did she say? The four components. Yep. There are four components, exercise and movement, uh, food, nutrition, sleep, relaxation, and happiness. Way to write that down, Brian. Wow. Happiness. And before she even gets into this, um, this blows my mind and Brian and I may actually patent this. We're going to talk about this later. I'm not even going to talk about it, but, um, the average child laughs 400 times and the average adult 15 times. And that's per day. Think about that listeners. Just think about that. And we talk about happiness. Considering how much I laugh each day, right? Like who's, there's somebody really bringing that average down. I don't like the average is 15. You know what? When I am in my fitness zone and kids and whatnot sometimes. Yeah. But other than that, like I could, I'm bringing that down. I'm bringing (laughs) the happiness meter down. I'm very like, I'm less than 15. I'm bringing you up, girl. (sighs) I don't know. I got you. I'm really, I'm very concerned about this. I'm going to send you a joke a day. (laughs) (laughs) You're on my list. Oh man, I am legitimately upset and concerned about this. So, <laughs> so we're gonna, yeah. So that's it. We got big ideas. We gotta, we gotta get off the air here, and we gotta get to work right. on because I'm we're sorry, gonna, we can't talk yeah, anymore. No, no, no. People are counting steps. They should be counting laughter. Let's go. Don't so, ruin it, Brian. No, 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 no. That's all right. That's all right. We're gonna figure it out. Okay. Flux capacitor. <laughs> it eats garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna work on it. I got her laughing. All right, so please, episode 66 with the great Adita Lang. You guys are really going to like this. She's got some energy, yeah. and, and, uh, and it's just a, a great listen, and she's a, she's a powerful spirit, and, uh, and uh, we're going, she has a powerful spirit. I guess she's not a powerful spirit. She has a powerful spirit. Let's and, roll it. And let's run. Peace. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. You Brian, bet, you how you doing? You bet your ass we're where it's at. That is true. That is true. <laughs> how you doing? Where are you at? You've been gone for a little while. You know what? Um, this fit crazy actually was in uh, Florida, was in Florida <laughs> uh-huh. for a couple days um, with, uh, with my family and experienced the magic of Disney for the first time with my young kids and... Uh, was kind of a gift from the grandparents that we all went down in a gigantic group of family members and we're all still alive when we came back. That's all alive. The best of times can be the worst of times. <laughs> I mean, that's uh that's it's an endeavor, right? So, With the family, but nothing but fun, right? The happiest place on earth. 
Right. Yeah. I think it's a dome. We'll talk about that conspiracy <laughs> another time. It's a dome. Why are there no bugs in Disney World? <laughs> so we'll, right. we'll save that for another time. Right. But, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff coming up and we'll also talk uh, later. The, um, there's a big race coming up that Brian's going to be running. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that at another time uh-huh. as well. I'm uh-huh. excited. And but I'm, enough. And I'm sitting across from someone with a, with a mustache for his Movember raise awareness for men's health as well. Why not? Right. I mean, it, it just gives me an excuse to grow this dirty thing. Awesome. It's with that filthy. said, with that said, I'm nine days in, my wife wants me like shaved cleanly oh, now. Brian. She's over it. So that's all right. With that said, we're moving on and uh, we're raising some more awareness and, and uh, audience, you're going to love this today because we are with the wonderful Adita Lang, everyone. So I know, yeah, the audience goes wild. Adita, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. You're very welcome. So this is this is kind of fun because me, I'm the type of person I'm always, you know, kind of who are you? Hey, I'm Christine. What do you do? I'm that person at the airport that's like, hey, where are you going? You know, <laughs> um, so I actually, I love, you know, health, fitness, wellness. And, you know, when I travel at conventions and I'm that person, Adita, who's like, yeah, let's have a glass of wine. Let's talk. Let's have dinner. I love it. I love people. I love people that are, you know, trying to get out there and spread the words of health and wellness and fitness and, and just make people live more healthy lives. So I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I think I was on Facebook, Adita, and it's something popped up like you were friends of a friend and, and I'm looking and, you know, I see this you know, I see this book and I see this, you know, and, and you're like, you're so, you're so cute. You've got, you're like a beautiful woman with these beautiful pictures and, and like changing health and wellness and everything. I'm like, I want to be friends with her. I'm like, so, I mean, that's really what it's about. It's, you know, it's about making connections and we're in this together. So, um, of course, you know, because I actually taught English for like 15 years and all about books, like, yo, you read a book. Oh, I'm all about it. So, um, was looking at your book and I thought, wow, you would be an awesome person to, to have on the podcast being that you're in this field, you know, you're, where are you located, Adita? I'm actually in Miami. So you were in Florida and I didn't even know it. (laughs) Yeah. It was, we could uh, have done this live. right. That is true <laughs> to fly in Brian. He would have, you would have been all in and my family. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Adita, next time when we follow up with you, maybe we'll okay. be on location. We're due for a trip to Miami. I January think. is the Miami marathon, Brian. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. A I'm good familiar one. with that one. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So Adita, tell us real fast. Um, what is, so this is what caught my eye and I think maybe we could start here is that you have a book. What is it called? Superpowers, a busy woman's guide to health and happiness. I love it. See, there Brian, you do you understand why I was like immediately attracted to this? No, the superpowers. <laughs> right. Yeah. She told me the other day that her superpower was crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. That's her superpower. I'm not even making that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We have many. We have many superpowers. Oh my goodness! So tell us, how, tell us about it. How did the you know? How did you come up with that title? And 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 how does it work out? The theme of the book. Explain it to us. You know what? I've been in health and fitness for over thirty years, and um, I remember when I was single, and I would train clients, and I'd get these moms that had stains on their t-shirts, couldn't make it in for a, a workout on time for the life of them. And half the time they couldn't even get, you know, the workouts on the other days done. And I'm just like, what is wrong with these people? Like I couldn't understand it. And then of course I became a mom of two and um, now completely understand it. 
And, you know, then you have all, the whole dynamics of the husband and everything else. And I was just like, whoa, this has <laughs> really kicked my butt. And I was like, I can't, I'm not going to live like this. And then I have friends that are, you know, they're like, they've been married for a long time. They have lots of kids and I see them and they look like they've been just like, you know, run over by a bulldozer. <laughs> and I'm like, there is no need for this. There's got to be a better way. And so I just kept playing with different things. And I, you know, I always preach to my clients that health is a combination of exercise and movement, sleep and relaxation, um, food and nutrition and happiness. And you have to balance those four components out. And so I started to recognize that, whoa, I'm not balancing those things out. Let me figure out ways of doing it in between the chaos of my day, really. So I, you know, this book, even though it still would apply to men, it's pretty much dedicated to that multitasking female who has to eat in the car because that's our reality. And so if I, if you're going to eat in the car anyways, you know, then let me try to teach you how to eat better in the car. And if you're not going to be able to dedicate a full 30 minutes for an exercise program, well, then let me teach you how to kind of throw it in in between other things of your day so that you keep the body moving and you keep the muscles strong. So all of my four components are in that book. Brian, do you see why I was like the universe <laughs> has brought Adita to my attention? Yep. <laughs> We've got to make it happen. Come hell or high water, this is how it's going to be done. It's perfect. I'm a car eater, Adita. <laughs> and yeah. my car is always has crumbs in it and things in it. And my husband is so disgusted with me because he's like, go, you need to clean your car. And I'm like, I just did. He's like, well, what did you do? I'm like, I, I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. You have to fit in and you've got to, you've really got to be creative. And you're talking to people who there's always, who are we to judge other people, right? There's, you know, everyone's got their own schedules and things in that, but there's got to be a way because without you are the most important person in the world, right? Without you, you can't take care of you. You can't take care of anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, so if that, what you just said there is to me is so important because most people dedicate, you know, most of their day taking care of everybody else. And then they're like a rag doll. And it's kind of like, how do you really expect to motivate and inspire others? If you are like fried, you can't do that. So you've got to really do some self care. And, and it doesn't mean that we've got to spend hours and hours on it. It could just be a couple of small little things that you kind of mix up into your day. And that makes a huge difference. It, it really is. And I, I love books like this and, and just, you know, and, and people like yourself, because the reason that books like this exist is because, you know, you were thinking it right. And Christine is always thinking and I'm always thinking it, man, woman, it doesn't matter. Um, and and it really is like the reason that this book exists is because if you're thinking it, chances are other people are thinking it. And if you're in this situation, there's a very good chance that other people are in this situation. So you're able to kind of, you know, corral everybody here and give them a point of focus to, that, you know, hey, this is normal in a way, you know, it's not normal, but it's normal. And how can we work through it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we get just so kind of boggled down in our day and we don't realize that, you know, there's things that we can do to make ourselves better, to feel more energized, to not feel foggy headed, like you lose your keys every five minutes (laughs) and you know, still make it through your day. So without giving away the entire book, because obviously we want our listeners to, you know, to check it out. Give us some, give us some, uh, give us some teasers about what you, uh, what you tell us to do. Well, okay. So, you know, first off is, you know, I tell people that like, you know, and here it is. If I gave you a Maserati, would you give it regular gasoline? 
Oh, I oh, love no. it. Oh, no, no. It's a fine-tuned engine. I mean, if I gave you a Maserati, right, free of charge, you're going to give it regular gas. You're not going to give it premium gasoline, I mean. So here's the thing is that, and this is actually a true, true statement, is if you took that Maserati and you gave it regular gasoline within one week, it would not drive the same. That's one the week. truth. And so the same thing comes with the human body. We are a fine-tuned engine, and what we place in our engine is going to make us perform. And and this thing of trying to eat on the run and go through the McDonald's drive-through because you think that that's all you can get is actually tearing your system down. When for the same amount of time and money, you could go to the grocery store and get a vegetarian sushi box. Or you could, you know, go even get, even if you wanted to get a sandwich at the grocery store, that would be better than running through McDonald's drive-through. So there's these little things that you can do that are better choices. And so, like, I'm trying to teach people, and I want to empower them to realize that food is fuel, and that's really all it is. It is not socialization, comfort, and the thing you do when you break up with a mate. It is <laughs> strictly fuel. And so you want to put that premium gasoline inside your body. So the first thing I'd say is, is, you know, start to choose some better snacks and options throughout your day. Most people don't recognize that it's not just sugar that we need to be concerned about because sugar, yes, it's sugar, but it's also sugar, flour, dairy, and alcohol. They all break down as a sugar and they all have the exact same response, which means that they're going to give you kind of a sugar high you're going to fall from the high and you're going to need another another pick me up after that. So the key is to make sure that all of your meals and snacks have plenty of protein and quality fat so they can sustain your energy for a longer period of time without having these peaks and valleys. So, you know, I I met with a mom actually the other day and she's like, "Okay, I have coffee, cream and sugar in the morning with a piece of toast and jam and juice." And I'm like, "Okay, no. that's all sugar." Okay, so nothing is going to sustain you. And then she's like, oh, well, maybe that's why, you know, 30 minutes later, I need to have another snack. And I'm like, yes. Okay, we got to fix that. <laughs> so she's not willing to give up her cream and sh- her cream and sugar and her coffee. And I said, that's fine. But then that means you can have no more sugar in your breakfast. So what are you going to have? And it was almost like this debate. We get back and forth, back and forth. And then finally she was like, okay, I'm going to have two eggs and half of an avocado. And I'm like, beautiful. That's going to sustain you. And so the next thing you know, she's telling me, wow, she goes, you know what? I have more energy throughout the day. And I'm like, yeah, because you, we got rid of these peaks and valleys. And especially for a multitasker, we need consistent energy. We can't afford peaks and valleys. So, Christine, are you a coffee drinker? I am. And what do you put in your coffee? I do put uh, a little bit of cream and sugar. I'm not a huge dairy person, but that's the one okay. non-negotiable for me. Okay, and and so I know I that. Have, I have yeah. a small suggestion for you. So add in a teaspoon of coconut oil. Okay. You're not going to taste it. Okay? You're not going to taste it, but the fat from the oil is going to make sure that you don't get a spike from the, from the caffeine. It's actually going to give you, you know, caffeinated energy for a longer period of time than you normally would. Okay. It is, and, and so it's so much better because if not, it starts hampering on your adrenal glands, which are your energy receptors. And then that's when we start getting that like foggy sleepiness around two or three. So in order to avoid that, we want to make sure we get rid of these peaks and valleys in one way or another. So coffee, coconut oil is like the Mac daddy for that. Love it. You're talking my language with the coconut. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'll use that too on, um, 
the coconut oil instead of, you know, almost like instead of like a butter and, you know, in, uh, you know, when I cook sometimes, which is really good, really good. So love it. I love it. So talk to us now about, I know, um, I think you majored in exercise science, right? At the university of Miami. Did I read that? Well, I, I started in exercise science. I was actually, I used to work for the national Academy of sports medicine and I traveled quite extensively for them at that time. At that time we had a group of, I want to say there were six or nine of us that would travel around the world and we would teach the NASM personal training certification Mm -hmm. hands-on. Um, and so because I was traveling so much, I never finished my degree at university of Miami. So I actually did home study, which at the time wasn't like now it was home study was a giant box of books that I would travel with and I would travel with those. And I finished my degree in holistic nutrition. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. And where, and where was that from? Um, from the Clayton College of Natural Medicine. Okay. All right. Good. Good. And you know, it's it's come a long way. Those NASA programs, right? You do you can do it all on online now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's online, really. Um, and what else? What the one thing that I always talk about with people is is uh, is actually the budgeting of time and and you know making sure that you know if you do have. Uh, you know, limited time or you do have a, a busy children's schedule or family schedule or work schedule or however it's going to break down is is making the best use of that time, right? And I compare it to money. If we were misspending our money, we would do something differently. We would see it in a different way. Most people don't do that. Do you get into that in the book and just uh, dissecting your time and budgeting it well? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I had, and it's in the book as well, but I had a client of mine. I go to train her. And the son has forgotten the iPad that he needs for school. And school is 35 minutes away. So mom is looking at me like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to blow off my workout and go take him the iPad. And I, I got my phone out and I got Uber. And I'm like, it's going to cost you $9. Use Uber. Yeah. And she just looked at me like, what? And I'm like, yes, we're going to send the iPad on Uber, which sounds ridiculous, but – if not, she was going to completely give up her workout, have to deal with traffic 30 minutes out and 30 minutes back. And I'm like, that's ridiculous for $9. Yeah, there's value there. So it's, <laughs> yeah, so, so sometimes you kind of have to think out of the box to make things a little bit more easier and doable. I wouldn't even have thought about that because I am the mean person who's like, well, kids got to learn. Here's the lesson <laughs> yeah. learned, little Johnny. Kid was crying. So she was all over. She was totally willing to give up her workout. And I was just like, no, 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 no. You have to think of yourself right now. And this is what we're going to do. You know, so just again, it is thinking out of the box. So yeah, when it comes to time management, that's part of it. You know, I come in and, and no longer am I just a fitness trainer or a nutritional coach. I coach it all because it all interferes with one another. And it all impacts one another. So we have to talk about scheduling and how they're laying out their schedule because there's always more minutes in a day that you can use to do something better for yourself. I call it a fitness psychiatrist sometimes. <laughs> I have hours. I have office hours after I speak with people or coach them or, right? It's, I mean, I am, I'm the, son, I'm the son of a social worker and it, it, that's how it breaks down sometimes. I was like, mom, we're in the same field. You know, it, it, it really is, you know, just a, a different layer of, of, of counseling, really. Oh, absolutely. I think that's, but, you know, once we can get through to people, I mean, the, the impact and the change that we can help initiate is amazing. 
And and that's the real change. I mean, that's the that's the necessary change. When even when you were telling that story about the the mom who's you know needs needs the pot uh, to get the iPad to the son, just the emotion of that situation. You know, she, they, you know she's guilty. She's panicked. She's probably like, oh my god, how am I going to do this? I have to give this up. Like there's you know there there's a, a hormonal response in all that, and there's just an emotional response in that, and that in itself is draining, and it's not always very healthy. And you know, and how we kind of handle all those things. So you know, just looking at the whole area of you know the whole umbrella of health um there you know there's there's so much more that goes into it than than just what we eat and and how we exercise and that's you know the basis of my program too is just like like we can eat kale i always say till we're green in the face and we can exercise you know very in very unhealthy ways and none of it it translates into good health which is what the, the goal should be correct oh absolutely so adida when so now you've you know you've got your book i know that you do a lot of speaking speaking events and where um where have you where have you done your speaking what what do you normally cover as your topics what what's going on with that i speak everywhere i've spoken at fitness conferences all over the world i've spoken at corporations um i just actually this morning i spoke for the rotary club on key biscayne which is an island right off of miami here and I'll speak on everything health and longevity and stress management and diabetes and heart disease, just about whatever it is that they want me to come in there and speak about. But, you know, at the end of the day, I always bring in my four components of health because it's about teaching people how to balance those four. That'll change anything. So now what, what, do, uh, what are your four components? What do you, what, what do you so, stress to them? The four components of health is, um, as I said earlier, it's the exercise and movement. So, you know, when it comes to exercise and movement, a while back, the American College of Sports Medicine came out and said, look, you only need 150 to 300 minutes of activity a, a week. And that 150 to 300 doesn't have to be consistent or consecutive. So what they meant by that was the idea of activity was something that increases your heart rate and makes you sweat. And that you didn't have to feel like you had to be locked into like a 30-minute routine or a 20-minute routine. And I found that real valuable because when I first started teaching exercise, I would tell clients, hey, you got to work out three to four times a week for 60 minutes. And honestly, when they came back to me and said, oh, I only got in, you know, 25 minutes or 30 minutes, I'd get mad at them. And I'd say, no, I said 60. <laughs> so unfortunately, because of people like me, a lot of those people stopped exercising altogether because they said, I don't have 60 minutes, so I'm just not going to do it. And, and I think that with time, that was one of the biggest challenges that we had to get people to exercise and get them motivated. So now I'm telling them, no, 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 no. Start off your day by doing squats and lunges while you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> then somewhere in the middle of the day, go take a walk. And then at the end of the day, go to the gym if you want to. Just as long as by the end of the week, you get those minutes in. So the 150 minutes is for the novice and the 300 is for the more dedicated exerciser. But that's the way of doing it. So that's my first component. Then we've got the food and nutrition, the sleep and relaxation, and the happiness. And so to me, it's kind of like you were saying, Brian, you've got to balance these things out because you can have somebody who eats all the kale they want. They work out like a bandit, but they're cranky and they never sleep. They're not going to be a healthy individual. 
I, you know, I, I wholeheartedly, I mean, there is, um, you know, I, I always say there's one particular, uh, fancier establishment here in the area where people like to go and, and, uh, and, you know, the people that are, that go there will stay there all day and they'll take class after class after class. And there's a nice food court there and, you know, and, and, you know, not a food court. There's like a little cafe where they can actually eat, you know, decent meals and, and like all this stuff. But a, a lot of them are, you know they're 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 unhappy. They're you know they're doing it to to ward off something or to chase something, and it's just like none of it. And I love that you have happiness as your number four as your number four. I mean that is a really tangible um, item that 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 people need to live in in order to be healthy, right? Because it doesn't matter if you if you know just using that example. If they go to the gym all the time and they and they eat well and they do all these things, but they're in miserable relationships and they hate their job and their bank accounts low, well, there's not much health that that can be done from that until they those areas improved or at least they're seen in a better light. Absolutely, you know the latest statistic, which I thought was great. So the average child laughs 400 times a day. <laughs> the average adult laughs 15. That's a, that's a, that's amazing. That's really, you know what though? That's absolutely, like I can absolutely see that 100%, 100%. which is really yeah. sad. Because and here we are counting steps. Right. Have we, <laughs> I, is there something that counts laughs? I will. I'm, there you go. Two fit crazies. Adita, you want in? Adita, you want in? We got a <laughs> laugh counter. For real. <laughs> Literally, we're going to, instead of counting steps, we're going to be out there like, hey, um, so who's got a better joke? Who's got a, you know. It's- well, I think that even in the fitness industry, right? Like there's, there are some programs and, 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 and means of, of activity that, that doesn't bring people a whole lot of joy. It's fearful. It's a, you know, it's fear driven. And 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 like that's the flip the script, and that's why we have you know Adida, you're fantastic, and we have Jonathan Ross on, and we have you know all these people that really want to just make this stuff fun. fun again, fun again, and play like kids. I teach kids class now, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I teach it three days a week for an hour, and it's amazing. I love it. I look forward to it like you know as much as anything. Because you're a kid, Brian. Oh yeah, 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 with a mustache, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And it's just, you know, like for me, it's, you know, I, and, and even at Thanksgiving coming up and, and, you know, I always say if you want to, you know, if you want to survive the holidays, get down on the carpet and roll around with the kids. Um, that's the way, you know, like find the kids and your family. Sit at the kids' table. And, and kids, I sit at the kids' table every year. I'm not even kidding Shocking. you. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want nothing to do with those adult conversations, you know, unless it's about, you know, uh, exercise and, and food and nutrition and sleep and relaxation and happiness. <laughs> Right. There you go. So, Adita, when I was always very serious, like I am very intense. I'm an intense person, but every time I, again, I'm Brian and I are both um, recovering, like mortgage bankers, and um, I was a teacher as well. We call it recovering because this is not our first career, and yeah. we really left, you know, our other careers because we felt that there was there was something more, something driving us and and pulling us to this direction, and. Um, I always said that, you know, even though I'm very serious and it is hard work, like writing books and speaking and presenting, um, it's a lot of work. And I say that, you know, maybe 10% of what I do even is like the glory is like the glitter. And the other 90% is really freaking hard work and grind and hustle and, and research and writing. And the most important thing is that when I present or Brian to teaching, 
that it's fun and that you really make it, you, you love what you do and other people see that. And something that I tell people when I present at conferences as well is that I know that it's my passion in life to teach people to be functional, whether it's, you know, through their diet or the way they think or, or their exercise. And I say, what's the first three letters of functional? Adita, what is it? Fun, baby. Fun. Right. But Adita, what are the first two letters? F-U. Right. <laughs> so I am here to take the F-U out of functional fitness and make it fun at the end. That is what I tell people all the time. So, That's awesome. right? Because if, if you're miserable in the way you're eating and you're miserable in the way you're exercising, you're miserable on your daily life because you're not happy and you're not laughing. There you go. I mean, it's, you're living a, a very unfulfilling, awful life. And that's, makes me really sad. Really. It does. It makes me really sad to think about that, that you're, we're not <laughs> laughing. It's, it's sad to think that people think that that, I mean, there, it's, I actually just got back from an amazing conference in Utah this past weekend. And, and a big portion of the conversation was about perception and people's perception of that's the way they have to live their life. And, and I meet so many people that they are, they're miserable, but that's their perception is that this is their life and it's okay. And they're fine where they're at. It's and insanity. they don't even know what's better. Oh my gosh. It's complete insanity. And, and, and the way that I always say, I call it the textbook. I'm like, you know, people are living their lives as if there was like, or like this textbook that they have to follow, this playbook that, you know, first comes love, then comes marriage, then, you know, and all these things. And, and, you know, the career. And, I burned I, that book about a year and a half yeah, ago, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tear the pages People out think all I'm nuts. Time. But, and I, I really just, I really feel that they just get so comfortable in their, I, I hate to say it because it's not my life, but like, you know, they're, they're, their mediocrity or complacency or, or, or they get in the rut and instead of getting out of the rut, they, you know, they, they call the decorator in and they decorate the rut and, yeah. uh, you know, and it's just one of those things. I really did want to ask you about powerful you because I saw that you went there. Oh, it was, it was off the charts. It was, I mean, I've been to a lot of conferences. I've taught at conferences. This was incredible. I mean, they, uh, you know, so explain. So who was there? I, I kind of know uh, some Tom, of them. Tom Billy, was there. Lewis Howes was there. Mel Robbins, um, Brendan Bouchard. Um, Jay Shetty, right? Jay Shetty. I, it's amazing. I looked at that and I was like, you lucky duck. Uh, yeah. Lu- Lewis Howes is, is uh, I mean, he's somebody whose podcast I listen to on the regular and he's just been, you know, without you know, just listening to him and it's just an inspiration to me. I mean, he does a lot of, he does, he, I mean, he does amazing stuff for men's health and really for men and, you know, the mask of masculinity and all those things that, you know, I look at these dudes that I work with and I'm like, oh, so you're scared, you know? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, no, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, all right, let's work on that. You know, so it's like these things that really exist. And, and Lewis Houses has been a, a, a really just, a, a, you know, somebody that followed in a way and not a mentor, I wouldn't say, because I don't know the man other than his the way that he speaks. But um, and, and Jay Shetty, too. I mean, I actually listened to that podcast with those two together and it was amazing. It was like an hour and a half of just those two going at it. Um, Jay Shetty, do you, are you familiar with him, Christine? He's the I guy. I don't know all of them. He's the guy that does. He's the guy that does like these really cool Facebook, um, like short films almost, and it's like watch this before you leave the house today. And oh, those, he's gorgeous. Okay. Okay. He's this gorgeous. 
gorgeous Indian guy with blue eyes and a British accent. You can't miss him. And he okay. spent like uh, what was it like six years or five years in a in a monk. Um, in a, to be a monk. Yeah, to be a monastery? monk in a monastery. Yeah. Huh. Gave it all up and then he got out and he's just kind of got this cool message. It's just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, all right, I'm going to have a better day now, you know, from watching <laughs> that for sure. Um, yeah. So tell us more. How, how long was it? Was it all weekend long? And it was, you said it was in Salt was, Lake City? It was two days. And, I'm, and I'll share something just so because this you're going to want to look up the owners. And now I can't think of what their last names are, but his name is James and her name is Stephanie. Um, they did something that made that really topped off the whole event. So a neuroscientist named Bo Lotto started talking. This guy's from, from London. He was incredible when it came to neuroscience. And all of a sudden they said, let's see about perception. And so they show a little five-minute clip of a guy sitting in a room. There's nothing else in the room. And the guy's talking about when he was in kindergarten, they used to call him stupid and his teacher would call him stupid. And then they show a girl in a room by herself and, you know, she was sexually abused. And so what they do is in, I don't know, a 10 hour period of time, they show these little three and five minute clips of these people in the chronicle, chronological order of their lives. And so at some point, one of the guys says, okay, so what do you think? What's your perception of these people? Do you think that they're going to like get out of this? She had tried committing suicide he was put in solitary confinement because he became this like thief and drug addict and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, your perception of them is like, wow, these people like have gone through everything and it really doesn't look like they're getting out of it. So then towards like the middle of the last day, they show another video. And now these people are together as a couple and they are the owners of powerful you. Oh, Wow. And I'm talking, your hair stood up on your arms. You were like, oh my God, what is this? And their whole thing, that's what their message is, is they really want to help change people's perception so that people can realize that they're not stuck where they're at, that there's always a way out and there's another way of living. And, but you just have to put it in your head. You have to fully visualize how is it that I want to live? How do I want to act? What do I want to say? And you got to really totally visualize that in your head and you can have it. So it was, it was off the charts. Like I said, that's awesome. I love, I love the science. I'm like, I'm a big nerd with the, with the science now about one of the, one of the sessions I have is, is uh, fitness affirmations um, Mm -hmm. that I talk about and I have an autoimmune and um, again, I think it's all about what you're, what you perceive in life. And I, you know, I, I put up my slides of like the, the frontal lobe and this and that. I'm like, you, we talk, you learn at a young age, is the glass half full or half empty? But do you really understand what that means? You know, is it, you know, what happens to you? Are you going to use what happens as a gift? Or are you going to use it as a, you know, as a, you know, kind of a crutch of, oh, well, I can't do that because I went through this. Oh, I can't do that because, no, 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 nope. That's, that's not how it is. How are you going to live your life? Are you going to share it? Are you going to empower others? Or are you going to shut down and be that cancer? Which is, which is what I talk about. Like literally people with disease and cancers. Are you going to become what you've been diagnosed with? Or are you going to use affirmations like, like they say with powerful you and create your own reality? And, and I think that's a really powerful thing that, um, Again, you we're we're jealous that you got to experience that. So, <laughs> just want to throw that out there. I actually went on. They had, they had a question on the Powerful You page. It said, "Where do you want us to come next?" I was like, "New Jersey, let's go." Did you say two fit crazies in a microphone podcast? Is that what you said? 
Uh, no, I said New Jersey. Let's go. <laughs> it's exactly what I said under my name. That's all right. Got it. I'm just putting it out there. Maybe Miami. Maybe that's our trip to Miami there, Adida. Oh, there we go. So I want to bring us back really quickly uh, to your four components again. We went over the exercise. We went over the nutrition. Tell us about your sleep and relaxation. What do you, what do you uh, propose there? So sleep and relaxation, you know, when you wake up in the morning – and if you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I need a crowbar to get me out of bed, well, then you haven't slept well. And it's, it's comical because I talk to clients all the time and they're like, oh, no, but I sleep great. And I'm like, no, you're not sleeping great if you're telling me you can't get out of bed in the morning because ideally you should wake up like ready to, you know, conquer your day. And, and so what a couple of things that most people don't recognize is that the room really should be pitch dark. And by that, I mean all of those little LED lights, because here's the thing. And, you know, just for our conversation's sake, I'm only going to use two hormones, although we have tons of others. But cortisol is your daytime and serotonin is your nighttime. And so when you and they can't work together, but one can start to shut off to turn the other one on, basically. And so what happens is, is we're asleep. And just like if you had your eyes closed now and I took a flashlight and poked it at your eye, you would still recognize that, uh, that there's light trying to go through your eye even though your eyes are closed. So with that, those little tiny LED lights, if you're sleeping and all of a sudden you turn and one of those lights hits you in the eye, it actually stimulates your serotonin to shut off, your cortisol to turn on for a bit. And so that's going to disrupt your sleep. And, and so that's a really, really important factor. And then in addition to that, I always say, you know, the room should be colder than normal. And if you can turn off the blue light from your electronics using that night shift, um, on your phones and on your computers and iPads, that would be much better as well because, again, we're trying to, for nighttime, we want to just stimulate serotonin, not the cortisol, so that way we get a good sleep. But then on the same night, note with the sleep issue comes really the relaxation piece and the recovery piece because people get so – most people have, like, programmed themselves to eat when they're stressed out. And, and we need to really try to kind of rechange the formatting of the brain so that we understand, wait, let's do something different. So one of the things, and I'll give it to your um, listeners now, I call it relaxation rituals, where I take a notebook, and on every page of the notebook, I write one thing that I love doing. So mine would be like, I love to read. I love to have a cup of tea. I love to paint my nails. So every page only has one thing written on there. And so in any kind of moment of stress or anxiety or that you feel like you're, you've got it, you're going to have to eat those cookies, I say grab that book, open it up, look at your watch, see how much time you have available, and do whatever it is. So if that means you're going to read for four minutes, read for four minutes. Because just the fact that you're forcing yourself to do something totally different, it's like a reset button, and it resets you so that you can kind of look at things and look at life a little bit better than in that stressed out mode you were four minutes ago. So that part of it is just as important when it comes to that. And then I also talk about meditation, but not, you know, for the average person, they're thinking in their head, like, I don't want to sit there, you know, sitting up, staring at a candle for 45 minutes. And that doesn't necessarily need to be meditation. It can be just doing something that completely takes your mind away from everything else where you have to really focus on it. A client of mine, she does really intricate beating, and that actually is her meditation. Where I have other clients of mine that'll do the Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey meditation when that comes out. So it's, you know, there's different ways of doing it, but being able to really shut the mind off of the chatter that goes on is huge. And it gives you that reset, which I think is just so important. 
I, I had a woman that I was working with that she lo- she liked chopping vegetables, and it was <laughs> I, it was therapeutic for her. It was like you know I know some people that, that find therapy in mowing mowing the lawn, and you know mm-hmm. and like just that that process and and all those we things. We run, Brian. We yeah, run. I know. I, yeah, I like I like that. But I've also uh, I have a, a little meditation practice where it's even if it's for three minutes. I know it's three minutes to the good. Uh, you know, I'm choosing yeah. something that that is gonna work for me, not against me. Um, I really love that notebook um, idea, and 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 uh, and that's that's a beautiful thing. I mean, if you can just open any page and say, "All right, this is what I'm going to do for the next few minutes," because I am, you know, I'm feeling like this, and I want to feel like this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to go to my my. That's that's a that's a beautiful thing, and I may actually steal it, use it, borrow it. Um, Uh, for sure Um, you know it's just you have to understand and people have to understand that just around every mood is an opportunity for a better one Um, you know we can always always flip the script Um, you know whether it's uh, you you know I I always say like don't don't let don't let inanimate objects uh, rule you Right. So like if you walk in the gym and you see a workout on the board and you don't like it, it's like that's just, a, you know, that's just like a workout, you know, like like you can't let that, you know, get in your way or, or you know, things that don't really exist. You know, I always say, oh, like, you know, oh, you have a, um, uh, you know, your problem is is not really a problem. It's a problem that you've made a problem. And, you know, you kind of have to look at it in, in different ways. It's just um, uh, just seeing the bright side of things and staying in the sunshine, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, people get, you know, they say it takes 21 days to create a habit, right? So people just get stuck in their rut. I call it the hamster wheel of life. And they just do it over and over again. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza has a couple of really great books. But when he talks about changing, he talks about changing the brain. He says, all you have to do is actually just change one thing in your routine. So in theory, if every morning you got out of bed and you went straight and you washed your face, brushed your teeth, and then had breakfast. Maybe if you got out of bed and didn't wash your face and went straight to breakfast and then came back to wash your face and brush your teeth, just that change would actually change the entire trajectory of your entire day. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. I think there's a couple of things that I'm like, people that I tell them to change things. It's like... <laughs> Like yeah. the the world ends, but it, it's really true. Just you know, the creature's a habit. It's it's the truth, and and you know we can have the healthy habits, and we do we do healthy things unhealthily sometimes due to our habits, and everything is is on the table. It needs to be examined, and it just needs to be looked at in ways that we can improve it for for us. You know, for for a longer, healthier life. So what do yeah, you th- you're realizing that the world won't end? Right. Right. That is true. <laughs> Nothing's <Yeah>. going to happen. <laughs> so tell us about the happiness portion because it's it's easy for us to say, hey, you know what? You need to be happier. You need to laugh more. You need to – how do we really – how do you teach people to put that into practice? Is it just a culmination of, of fixing and tweaking a couple other things in your life or, or what do you think about that? You know, I, it's, I do a couple of things. It's kind of a little combination of that relaxation rituals mixed up with the self care mixed up with like, you know, when was the last time you went and had a cup of tea with your girlfriends, you know, or, or, or with the guys and, you know, just kind of hung out with the guys kind of thing. 
it's, it's, you know, I talk a lot with my clients when, especially when I know that they're in, they're not in the best place ever. And we talk about, okay, what is it that you love to do and you inspire to do? And I will literally grab their phone and say, okay, I see that there's an open slot at one o'clock tomorrow. Can we call your friend and see if you guys can go meet up for tea or, you know, whatever it is and, and try to get, again, it's kind of like pushing that change, but they've got to put themselves in a different, in a different scenery in essence. You know, and sometimes it takes somebody from the outside to say, okay, let me schedule that appointment for you because it'll be so much better for you. You know, let's have a couple of laughs here. There's some clients I literally, I'll find a funny video on YouTube and I'll send it to them like in the middle of the day. And I'll say, I'm going to pop quiz you on this. So you better watch it. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love those little tips because it's sometimes you really have to think outside the box sometimes to change, to change yeah. how you feel. And it, it's just, yeah, I mean, we're, like you said, if you, if you don't come along and you don't send them that video, you know, chances are nothing's going to happen. There might, you know, but there won't be any change either. Like you've added value into that day by just doing that. And then, you know, maybe they'll be inclined to, you know, send it to somebody else or, you know, or talk to somebody else about it or, you know, just have a good time with it. Um, you know, there's nothing bad that comes from that. Of course. Except it. for a few giggles. Right. And, by the way, laughing also burns calories. So I always say to people, like, you're welcome for that. <laughs> so so what's on the agenda? What's what's the new uh, new adventure? What's, what's on your plate right now? I am working on a, my second book, which – and I don't want this to sound terrible because in my life it's actually not terrible. But it's going to be about superpowers and divorce. Um, so I'm putting that together right now as we speak. I have a couple more speaking engagements that kind of are happening in this year. And then I've got a lot of fun stuff planned for next year. Ooh, she's dangling the carrot, Brian. Do you hear that? I am. There's going to be a lot going on. So I'm really looking forward to all, all the new adventures. I love, you know what? I think, I know you said it kind of sounds bad, but the superpowers and divorce, literally it's what 50 over 50% now of couples go through divorce. Yeah. And it's something that's very real and I can't tell you, you know, how many weddings or second weddings or whatnot I've been through. And I think sometimes, you know, your people, sometimes it, it's okay. It's a, you know, maybe it's not the right person and maybe you're meant to be with someone else and you find your happiness. And, but I think that's important because there's a lot of, uh, I call it the year of crazy that, you know, really it takes a year for most people I know to get through that trauma. It's almost trauma. Um, yeah. and kind of come out on the other side. Um, and I think that's really important for people to have a plan. So I'm, I actually think that's a brilliant idea, Adita. Well, and I think, you know, it goes back to that whole hamster wheel of life. I mean, I think that, you know, you got to do what you got to do to be happy. And if you're stuck in the hamster wheel of life of your day to day and you're not happy there, well then you got to change something. And, and if unfortunately it's your relationship, well then change it because there's a whole world out there that just wants to hear from you and wants to be inspired by you, but you can't inspire anybody if you're stuck underneath the black cloud. Here, here. Seriously. I, uh, I have a funny story. We have a guy, I, I, I run a lot of Dita and I run it, you know, masters, uh, competitions and marathons and all sorts of, of things like that. And then within the running community, there's, uh, one guy who's kind of like, he's, he's an older gent and he's, uh, he's the guru of, of all things. And he has a theory and he says, never try and compete against the, a guy who's recently divorced. And he says, 
<laughs> and, and, I mean, talk about superpowers. And we do have one friend who just went out there and ran his fastest marathon ever. He's like 45 years old and he's recently divorced. And uh, he says, you know, if you ever go to the track meet and you run into somebody you haven't seen in a while and they say, yeah, I got divorced this year. He's like, look out. That guy's been training. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a little extra oh, time, yeah. a little extra time on your hands, and perhaps some motivation. I don't know if how true it is, but uh, oh just, no, because everyone in Iron Man was all divorced oh, and the, on there. Yeah, the Iron Man community. <laughs> well, th- th- <laughs> that training's a big commitment, you know. So oh sometimes gosh. more so than marriage. Hey, well, you know what? I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to, uh, you know to really reach out and, and put that information out there for, you know, how do you deal with this and how do you, you know, kind of pick yourself up and, and, and take care of you. Um, and that's yeah, and really health, what it's in about. A healthier manner. Right. Right. Just a healthier manner. Right. Like I would much rather have them read your book than say, Hey, I'm going to go get that facial tattoo. And because as a friend, <laughs> you don't want to, you know, you want to be supportive. So the first year after a divorce, be like, yes, I, I support you. That's a great idea to get that facial tattoo all over your face. You know? Oh, geez. Oh, Fantastic. Well, so, I love it. I love it too. This has been fantastic. Um, I want you to tell everybody, uh, the listeners, uh, where they can get their book, where they can find you, where you can get information, uh, 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 you know, your website. Online info. Tell us. Okay, so go to aditalang.com, which is A-D-I-T-A-L-A-N-G.com. On there, I have a blog. I have recipes. I'm all about making things super simple and yummy, so there's really great tasting recipes on there. Um, you, there's also information about my book, but my book can also be found on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And that is superpowers, a busy woman's guide to health and happiness. And of course I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest everywhere. You'll find me. That's awesome. And anywhere you're, uh, is there anywhere that you're appearing, uh, you know, in the future, in the near future that they can come out and see you? Um, I, I have a bunch of private venues coming up. Right. I don't really have anything public. At this moment, I do have a couple of things in the Miami area, right. but for Miami people that are listening to you guys, they can just reach out to me on Facebook and I'll pass on that information. Um, but that's what I've got going on right now till the end of the year. So if they want to see you, they're just going to have to book you, Adita. Exactly. There you go. Awesome. So Adita, thank you so much for coming and uh, partying with the two fit crazies today. I know that our listeners are going to be super excited and you gave us a lot of, uh, a lot of teasers, a lot of tips today. So that was uh, very nice of you to share. And they're going to have to read the book in order to get the rest of the info out and go find you on your website. So we'll put all that information on our social media platforms and get that to you as well. And um, Adita, thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me. This was just such a pleasure. I love it. So with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.